You're listening to the Gospel Kennison. The GOK, baby. Hi, it's James with another Gospel Kennison. The other day I was online and I saw that somebody had tagged me in a post of theirs. Um, and the question they were answering was, "What are five? Who are who are you jealous of? Five people that you're jealous of and why?" <clears throat> now it doesn't mean jealous as in people you hate and you know blah blah blah. It was talking about like things like talent and uh, people that you want to aspire to be like and all that. Well, this one particular gentleman had uh, humbled me greatly and honored me at the same time by putting me as one of the people on his list. It got me thinking. Um, who am I jealous of? Who do I respect greatly? Who do I wish I was more like? And, you know, I could I could name a bunch of names, and I probably will, but right off the top of my head, anybody that has taken a basic idea and just gone to town with it is my hero. Right off the top of my head, uh, whoever created VeggieTales is a hero. Not necessarily my top hero, but here is a... Uh, Here's a group of people that re just took what I don't know. Christian programming for kids has always been pretty crappy, and then here comes VeggieTales that did you know the best they possibly could and made something that could and has impressed the secular world uh, as a whole and is hung in there and is sold. Um, second name that comes to mind are the. Uh, Oh goodness, the brothers that do Homestar Runner. I love I love that whole concept. Not only is it hilarious and clean, uh, edgy but clean, like our show, nobody's listening. Um, these guys took a failed children's book pitch full of characters and turned it into an amazing, amazing thing. Um, you know, website. If you've never seen it, homestarrunner.com. Uh, website full of characters and weekly uh, strong bad email updates and short films and t-shirt sales and everything it's it was just a huge inspiration for me to start or one of the many inspirations I had for starting podcasting and blogging in the first place was these guys were doing awesome things um, Walt Disney obviously you know there's a guy that took a mouse and changed the world it's awesome absolutely awesome you know unbridled creativity I love everything to do with imagineering the whole concept of creation and ah just oh um who else yeah I don't know no I had a I probably had a mental list of this before I pushed record but I just love I love that whole idea of taking something out of your brain you know, and, and just making something real out of it. Um, the uh, It's just something I've always felt like I was intended to do. I don't know that I've done it yet. I don't know that I will do it, but I hope so. You know, in five years, I'm going to be 41 years old. Um, well, five years from today, I'll be 40. And though I look forward to getting old, I want to be worthy of being that old. I want to be smarter and wiser, and that doesn't happen by accident. It happens on purpose. It happens because you've done things and it happens because you've created things. And, you know, being in podcasting and, and you know, having a little bit of uh, success on the web, it can get you to the point where you feel like being 
important and being popular are the same things, and it's not. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I'm not popular compared to a lot of folks, but I, you know, we've got a community that we've created. Um, that's not where importance lies. Importance lies in, in what you do and what you've been given by God. And I, I think I'm horribly guilty at being, you know, very guilty at being, uh, I, I haven't used my time wisely. I haven't through my life. I've wasted a lot of it. Here I am, 35 now, just getting to where I'm doing artwork and podcasting. I mean, I've been doing it for a couple of years now, but and better late than never, obviously. But I, um, I got a lot of catching up to do. And and you know, I'm a pastor, and and you know, I've been doing that for nine years now, almost ten. So I'm, you know, I think I'm right on track with that. But I, I found the more I reach out in other areas podcasting, blogging, blah, 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 my artwork, the, the more I can pull what I'm developing outside of the ministry into the ministry and making me better at ministry. Um, I mean, for instance, before podcasting and blogging, I didn't know much about it, if anything. And uh, I could have been a children's pastor for a church. Now, if I got in the right church, if I you know was hired by another church, I'd be able to provide a whole lot more than just children's ministry could be a new media consultant. I could, uh, you know, develop podcasts and, and television uh, or internet radio shows or video shows for churches and just take people to the next level. I know a lot about social networking, creating and establishing community and maintaining. Uh, where am I going with all this? I would just say that the, the thing that astounds me the most about these folks that I'm quote-unquote jealous of they took an idea they took a concept they took and they created and they are fulfilling their destiny they are living a life worthy of being lived worth being lived um, and I don't know that I'm there yet yes I've created two children I have an awesome family an awesome wife but uh, I still feel like there's there's some major thing that I haven't done yet I've, I've felt that for a long time uh, ever since I was a child, I felt like there was something great that I was supposed to do. And, you know, I, I haven't achieved that yet. I think I'm to the point where I'm about ready to buckle down and really try to figure out what that is. But, you know, I, I just know from experience it's not something I could just sit down and say, okay, God, what is that thing going to be? I don't know. I, I know, though, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that it does lie in the realm, within the realm of what God has planned for me. And the way I've learned the way to make sure that what God wants happens is by just daily, literally just obeying what I know for that day. The Bible's very clear, you know, don't worry about the future. The future will take care of itself. The past is past, but right now is what you have. That's why the Bible calls itself a lamp into your feet. I heard a pastor say, and maybe this is cliche by now, but when I heard it, it was amazing. That uh, you know, the Bible calls itself a lamp into your feet for a reason because it's just showing you the very next step to take. It doesn't show you the entire path. It's just the next step, and only after you take that step of faith, believing that God, you know, showed you that step to take, uh, do you see the next one and then the next one. And, and I'm to the point where I'm past 
just simply believing that, I know it. I know that's true. I know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. If anything, the last three years have proven that to me, that I can trust him and that I cannot trust my own stupidity. And, um, you know, people say that, that religious people are weak-minded bull, bull crap. If you, if you tried it properly for five seconds, you'd learn that ain't true. It takes more guts. And I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just saying it takes guts to admit you don't know anything. It takes guts to follow this idea, hoping, beyond hope, that there really is a God behind the concepts. And then, on the other end, yes, then you find that it's not just a concept. It literally is God. It is God moving and and he just happened to mention what he was going to do. And that faith isn't blindly hoping that there's a God out there. Faith, all along, was simply believing that God was, uh, that, that God was going to reveal to you not what he was going to do, but what he had already done for you. Then you move into trust and realize, you know, it's, it's, God did it before, surely he will do it again. And he does. He does. Where people fail and mess up is they, they, they quit. They quit believing. I don't know, faith, I think I've said it before on this very same podcast, uh, faith is a lot like a fire extinguisher. People have it, just like we have a fire extinguisher under the, the kitchen cabinet. And um, when the fire starts in the kitchen, we don't start screaming at the fire extinguisher. Holy crap, why do I even have you? Look at this fire. Ah, we don't do that. Faith is similar to that fire extinguisher in that when the fire starts, it's, it's the fire extinguisher's job is not to stop the fire from starting, but once it starts, it's there for us. And, and we think that believing in God somehow is some sort of magic wand or some magic shield of protection that's going to keep life from happening to us. It's not what, that's not what it's about. You know, just like parenting, I, I love my child. And if, but, and I guess if I could, I'd protect them from everything, but would I? Or would I just be there when they do fall and scrape their knee, when they hurt themselves? Even when they do stupid things on purpose, I'd still love them and be there for them. The moment they wanted to turn around, I'd be there. Um, I don't know. I got off somewhere. <laughs> it's my journal by God. Oh, I was talking about where people miss it. Um, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to fail. I don't want to mess up. And, and if I do, I want to immediately be able to say, okay, I failed, not God. I screwed up. He's the same. He's still patient with me. He can still work with me. I just need to get up and, and keep going. Um, I know God has a plan. I know... You know, and it may not be, I, I can almost guarantee it, it's not going to be some sort of famous, glamorous, awesome thing. It's going to be something probably in the background uh, where only, you know, a few people know, but a ton of people are changed. And I'm fine with that. I'm so fine with that because I realized today, I even tweeted about it, that there's not a celebrity in the world that matters to me, really. I mean, they matter as people, but... The fact that they're famous and that they're out there spending money and making movies, that doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect me at all. So who does matter? You know, people that matter to me are the people that help me and, and are there for me. People in my own family, my you know, my pastors, my friends, my doctors, people that have a passion and a concern about my life. And uh, that's what's truly important. There's a difference between being popular 
and important. And um, I'll take important any day. Of course, even saying that, important in the context of the kingdom of God, not important in the context of humanity. And we know to be important in God's kingdom, you have to be the least, which is hard. It's worth it. So I don't know. I don't know. Who am I jealous of? I'm jealous of anybody that that is just getting to where I want to be because I want to watch you. I want to see God working in your life. And uh, I want to get there too. This has been another GOK. I guess if I had a scripture, a GOK scripture for you today, it would be um, don't give up on, uh, on your dreams unless God has something better for you. And don't make any decisions that you can't walk away from the moment he says, I'm moving you somewhere else. That's been, that's been the, the creed of my life. Um, and it's working really well. It's not always fun, but it is exciting. Just like being chased by a pit bull is not fun, but it is exciting. <laughs> and it's worth it at the end of the rainbow. Peace out, peeps.